Hi, Miss Bell. Hi, good evening. How are you? Good. <laughs> good evening. So formal. I feel like it's a fake test how I am. We've been hanging out like all day. It's weirder when we're it hasn't not been like all over day. the phone. Okay, that's true. So what are we talking about today? Anyway, today we're talking about money. Okay. <laughs> What's the... Read us the quote that made us decide this five minutes ago. Yeah, this was pretty impromptu. I am interested to hear what Sebi has to say because we really just decided this. Um, I was reading through a bunch of quotes I wrote. This is um, from a guy named Alex Sheen, who is the founder of Because I Said I Would, which is a cool nonprofit. He said a lot of cheesy but really um, impactful things, but one of them that I forgot about until I reread it is it was, this quote. It was really impactful. Annabelle said she cried a couple times. I feel like that doesn't even mean that it was impactful, but I also it was sad, and it I was, cried. It was also impactful. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Sorry. But look, at, I think his TED Talk probably is the thing I basically, okay. speech so, I heard. So it was so good. Read his, go see his TED Talk. What's his see name? See his TED Talk, Alex Sheen. Alex Sheen. But one of the things he said um, was that money is only a means to an end, and we choose that end. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I what, feel like the first thing is what, kind of a cliche you, that you hear a lot. Yeah. And the second thing makes it, m- like, more of a... More useful, more interesting. Yeah, because if you say money's only means to an end, then you're like, that doesn't change anything about your life. What do you but think if you say, means to an end means? So, when I think here means to an end, I think of philosophy and the difference between <laughs> means and ends. And basically... There are things that are good in themselves and things that are good. It's instrumental versus intrinsic. So some things are good, like, intrinsically, and some things are good like for other things. So it's harder to say things that are intrinsically good, but a lot of people will say, like, health. Okay. Like, health, you want health not for other things, but for health. Right. Happiness. Success is one. Those are the big things philosophy tries to deal with. Like, okay. why do you... Like, life, I would probably say, is a basic goods that, like, it doesn't do anything else for you, but it's good in itself. And then there's some things that lead to other more important things. So, that's, like, literally everything else you could say. So, like, including money? Um, yeah. So, money would be one where someone might say, you know, money leads to health. Like, if I spend money on my health, I'll be healthier. But money is But money itself good. is not really what's making you healthy in else. that scenario. It's that you're spending the money to, to be healthy. When I think of means to an end, I'm like... That's an interesting way to put it. Uh, means to an end, like, it's just another way to cause something else, right? Um, it's just some... Uh, yeah, it's a way to cause something else. And I'll, I'll go into more depth in how, what I think about money later, but keep going. But I think, like, the point is there's some things that, like, don't cause other things. It, they're just themselves. Another one that is justice, I would say, is good in itself. Yeah, that makes sense. And someone might say, like, truth. Like, truth could lead to yeah, justice. That, that but is truth in itself? Fuzzier. I don't think truth is... in. Sh- Anyway. We could talk a lot about truth. But the me that is how I broadly think of means and ends. It's so like I love a car, for example. Like I love driving. Not really for driving, but because it means I get to go places. So what's your what do you think of money? So that's just one back his to money. perspective. I like money. You like money? I don't know. What do you mean you don't <laughs> what know? What do you mean what do I think of oh, what do you think um, of money? Like, how to use it? What, what, what's its uh, reason d'etre in I, your life? I've thought about this a lot. Really? Actually, kind of recently. I took a class called the American Political Economy. That, um... Oh, my mom's calling. That's okay. I'll text her. Sorry. This class, and one of the things we read was, is it better to be, like, thrifty? Or is it better to be very liberal? And sort of the spectrums and the middle and I will say I think I am not in the middle of any spectrum I think I am pretty thrifty and even if I'm not even if I'm not so even if I'm not like the amount of pain I feel when I spend money like I feel thrifty even if my bank account might not look like I'm thrifty I feel like it takes a toll on me every time you spend money yeah you spend money a lot we went out tonight and spent money 
Oh, food is there is an exception? It's it hurt a little, but I also like it was that or we, chocolate chips. That's like, true. We didn't have that was a pretty good choice. Our fridge is currently. Well, we could have gone to Safeway and bought something. And then it would have gone bad because there's no fridge. Well, we have it cooler, but yes. Now I'm thinking we should have gone to Safeway. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I agreed with you. <laughs> if anyway. Anyway. It was fun to eat. I uh, sometimes I'm not saying money is the wrong thing. If I did not spend the money on mid dinner night, I think I probably would have like so passed out. Going to Aristotle, shouldn't it be somewhere in between thrifty and liberal? But where is that? Like is that all of your income that's in between? You're not in debt, but you're What was the second part of that quote again? You choose that end. <laughs> no they don't read Yeah, it. money is a means to an end and you choose that end. Oh, it says you choose that end? We choose that end. Yeah. So I think that's where the middle ground is. You spend money on things that, like, excite you or that um, that's bring you a lot. That's why you can't attack me on the food thing. <laughs> bring you a lot of worth, right? Yeah. And then you don't spend money on everything that you hate. Now, there are certain things you have to spend money on, like housing and, and, and food and the, the basic necessities things. of life, right? If you, and, could spend, if you had three things to spend money on, what would they be? Like when you, you like yeah, I, you have money, but you can only choose three things. I don't understand like categories of things, just like specific things. I don't know. You we need just to be more general. Topic. I feel like that's a good way to see what end you're thinking of. That's such a. I can't oh answer that God. question. You need to put more variables in it. Okay. Like three, like a banana, an orange, and an no, apple, or oh like food. No. Here's like- an example. When I first started working, I was in high school, and I did it because I wanted to buy concert tickets. That was the only reason I got that job. Okay. That was where most of my money from that job went. Yes, I remember. Because that's that was my that's one thing. Care, but I was like, that's about. worth money and work. Yes. Which is money, was concert tickets. Currently, that's probably not my only money. So what? Like, what are your three? So concert tickets concert as an tickets. example. Yeah, that would be a category. Can I, I can't say technology. Is that too broad? It's too broad. Okay. What does that mean? Phone? Yeah, I don't know what that means. That means, like, computer, phone, everything. I can only spend money on three things? Well, I have to it's choose, like... It's hypothetical. Well, not health. Not, like, food. Well, oh, my goodness. Maybe I can't answer this question. I would spend money on food. Because, <laughs> like, if you said only three like, things... Like, travel. Would you rather spend money on travel or books? I feel like the amounts That's really are very hard. different. That That's was about really example. That's normally not the payoff of like, if I buy this book, I, I, I don't I, I travel. I find this question very flawed. I think we should move on. Okay. Can I ask you then, if money is only means to an end, what is your end for the money? That's more broad, but... Okay, I think, and I think it's like what you, what you enjoy. Okay, so here's my big thing. I'm frugal AF um, because... Just say AF. Don't say AF. I'm sorry. It's AF? Yeah, people say AF. No, it's also F. No. Okay, I'm frugal (laughs) AF. I'm sorry. I like it. Never mind. Um, And it's because, I I don't know, I've just always been a saver. The way I look at money, and I'm not saying everyone should look at money this way. It's just the way I look at money, and this is very flawed from a logical standpoint. (laughs) But I look at money very simply. If I have $100 in my bank account, that can buy anything $100 or less. Whereas if I spend it on, on X, now it can only buy one thing, X. So you should buy as many small things as possible. No, because all the small <laughs> things aren't worth anything. They're all plastic, like, crap. And that, that's another thing I realized. Like, when we moved, I, like, threw away all this stuff that I bought. And I'm like, wow, if I added this all up, I'd probably have... More money. $500. And all, this, all these things I used, like, twice and then never used again... That was a waste of money, right? I could have like 500 bucks. Okay, maybe I enjoyed it once. But my point is I don't think that's worth it. So my criteria for buying something is it has to be functionally like very useful. So like use it every day. So I'm willing to spend $1,000 on an iPhone because I use it every day, right? I've like calculated I spend 357 on my phone every day, which I think is worth it in the long scheme. And that includes data and everything. Um, now it could go down to 150 if I had a crappy phone, but I'm willing to pay. I think I spend like a dollar. But I'm willing to pay 357 for a better, faster phone because I feel like it'll save me time every day and. But I feel like there's still a lot of things you could use every day, that aren't. You're right. So like, like I'll buy a nice pair of shoes because I use it every day, right? Like there, there are things that definitely Mm -hmm. fit it, but you should buy things that like really make you happy, right? Like when I, and here's the other thing. 
it's not always going to make you happy. I feel like most things you buy, you're happiest with them right after you buy them, right? It's like when you get a new shiny phone, right? It's like, oh, this is so cool, right? The first day is so cool. But like a month later, you're like, oh, it's just, it's just, so, it's just so normal, right? You don't even think about how, like... But is you that a money thing or is that just like a normal thing? Like novelty wears off. That's a normal thing. But the way I look at money is like it should give you that sense that either functionality or happiness or both. And it should be able to last you a while as opposed to all at once. Now, if you're thinking of more services like travel, like I still think that's worth it, right? I'm not saying you shouldn't travel because you only spend it once and have the experience once. I think experiences are really worth spending money on too. But I spend money on things that I think will yield me more money in the future or that bring me a lot of happiness or bring me a lot of functionality. And then otherwise I'm like, is this worth spending my money on? And the other, so like a candy bar is a good example. It's like I could buy a candy bar and get a little happiness right now. And then like never remember the candy bar for the rest of my life. And it probably isn't very healthy for me. I'm just not going to buy the candy bar. I'm willing to sacrifice that little bit of happiness to save that money. And you're like, but Sevi, it's only $2. And I'm like, yes, but one, the other part thing about money is it adds up. It really adds up. It's like when you spend a bunch of like cents on things or a bunch of little dollar amounts of things, it adds up so quickly. You could look at your credit card statement. It adds Mm -hmm. up so quickly. It's amazing. Um, and that's one thing I've realized really quickly and, but it, it hits you both ways. It adds up for expenses, but it also adds up for profit. But I feel like there's a discrepancy. Like when you work it's in larger sums. Normally, you yeah. don't have an option. You don't have a choice. Like, do you want to make $5.60? It's normally a choice. Like, do you want to make this much every week? And then you say, yeah. And then every day you're faced with these decisions where yeah. it's like $5.60 for a muffin and a coffee. And you're like, I want it. And you don't have the yeah. ad. You don't have the balance sheet there, kind of. No, definitely. And like, Let's say you're paid every other week, right? That's twice a month. And let's say you spend 100 things a month, right? It's like you're spending 100 times and you're getting deposits only twice, right? Like it's- so something I tried to do is there are days where I would try not to spend money. Like this day. Right. And then the next day I would be like, I can spend money today. And I don't know that that was a great strategy because this was still when I was on a budget for food and normally that's what I was spending money on. And I don't think I should so I don't know but it goes back and forth where it was sort of like I can it's okay to like indulge on a two dollar thing but not every day was what I was telling myself right like, that has to be every other day or something um I don't know I've stopped doing that I don't know and like it's really easy I, us, I want to disclose like it's really easy for us to say these kinds of things like we are not strained for cash in a large way in our family right like if And this is something I learned, which is, let's say you don't have a lot of money and all your, all your biggest problems in life can be answered with money, right? Like food, shelter, or sorry, better shelter, better food, Mm -hmm. um, uh, like warmth, like amenities, like utilities, like, like fresh water, like all these things are really easy to be like, like, this is what I need, right? Um, in order to get by every month, like money is the answer to all my problems, right? And therefore it's so hard because you, a lot of people live in a culture where money is right next door to them, right? Like they see it every day. They see people who are like, have enough. But I feel like once you get beyond a certain range, I feel like money is not the goal anymore. Um, and what I mean by that is like, once you have enough that like, if, if something really bad happens, you're still okay. Or it, like, let's say you have to go to the doctor, um, or if like your computer breaks and you have to buy a new one for your job, right? Like if like if things happen and you have enough money like to uh, cushion that blow, they're, yeah. They're... Um, then like I don't think the goal in life should be, hey, I need to make like ma- like some I, you, I don't want to maximize. I don't like a lot of people are like, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a billionaire, right? And I don't like that because every I feel like it's it's not a means to an end, right? Like people are. You're you're just bumping up the money and you spend a lot of time trying to make money and therefore you don't have a lot of time to actually spend it and enjoy it, right? And also, can I just say something that's kind of weird that I just thought about? I feel like we live in an age where a lot of things... I don't even know how to describe this. When you... Most social medias show you how many people follow you. Right. Your bank statement, like, no one knows. 
Like, okay. if I had a million dollars in the bank, no, my yeah. mom, my parents, I think, are still somewhat connected. Like, no one would know. Right. Only I would know. So it's sort of this interesting thing where, like, it's such a personal decision. And I think that's why, like, I really like being in college where I'm at the stage of my life that, like, I still have the training wheels of, like, if something really bad happened to me, like, I could fall back on my parents and, like, right. I have the money for my food and my rent paid for. So, like, I'm everything else is sort of me learning how to ride the bike and like what speed do I like and it's money is all these questions of like how to best do it before the training wheels come off it's sort of how I am seeing it that makes sense and part of it is like I want to save up a lot of money for that and I want to make sure that I don't have really dumb spending habits because I'm fortunate enough to like have money in the bank and I've saved money yeah um and I feel like it just brings up all these questions where I don't know, it's all these different questions with money, and but it is kind of interesting to me that, like, I think of work as a matter of pride, and work also leads to money, but I don't really think of the money as the pride, because no one, like, no one will see it, no one will know. Like, right. And the best advice, one of the best things advice you gave me, Sevi, a while ago, that oh, I'm going to give to people, was about money. I was about to buy a plane ticket that was so expensive. I think it was... 800. I'm curious what you're going to say. 850 in Virginia. And I said this is 100 hours of work. That is that is so like I I don't know. That That's really all, overwhelmed that, me. Yeah, you can't even and imagine. And it took that. me like three days to press buy and then it went up and I was like that's so many hours of work. Even though there was that money in my bank account, it wasn't going to like drain it. I just couldn't get past that 100 hours. And I said I feel bad spending this money on this. Because I'm going to a trip to make myself happy, and it's so much money. And you said, like, who else is your money for? <laughs> or something like, who else are you going to spend your money on? Like, and no, I was what else like, are you going to spend your money oh, on? Like, I did work 100 hours, and I did, didn't do it because someone else... Like, I didn't do it and for anyone it else. No one else for did this it. trip, too. And so I ended up going, and but I just couldn't get past this, like, oh, it feels so bad to spend it. And then I realized that, like... And part of it was, like, I had earned it. It was my savings. Yeah. I was really proud that, like, I wasn't... But it was also, um... I don't know. I think that's a good point that I don't remember sometimes when I'm, like, struggling with smaller financial choices. It's like, you know, it is for me. It is mine. Yeah. Okay. But it is also, like, a matter of self-improvement is when I feel best about money I've spent. Yeah. And I, I find it hard. I probably save a little bit too much because... And don't spend on things that I, I would enjoy more. Um... And I like saving it just because, like, I have that opportunity where I can do anything. Like, I could go to name X country right now if I wanted to and spend a bunch of money, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, but, like, the option's there. And I like that I have that freedom yeah. of that big buffer. And that's kind of why, like, but but the thing is, like, I don't care about maximizing my own money. I don't care about getting money because, and this is going to sound terrible, my whole life I haven't had to worry about it, right? Like, it's just come along. I just, like... I do things I love, and then I happen to make a little bit of money with them. Okay, we'll come back later. Okay, well, we're back the next day. Um, our mom walked in, and so we have to... So we're, so what you just heard is, I guess, part one, and now we're in part two. Yep. Okay? We didn't want to release just 18 minutes. I felt like that would be probably rude. A day late too so anyway you can two. tell us if it's rude or not back for more yes do you remember what we were talking about i remember we were talking about money but i don't remember specifically where we were in that discussion okay. i think we were both saying our points you, you you told me you think you said all your points about what you think yeah i do kind of feel like in part one i did an amazing job of just exhausting the topic of money wow i'm teasing a little bit but i don't know you want to try to summarize what you said last time? What I said last time? I don't even... I just remember bringing main... up the conversation. Um, I think my main point is... What would be my main point? I obviously okay. was not well prepared for yesterday or today. My main point is... You have to be prepared. It's a conversation. <laughs> Here, I'll say my main point yeah. and so that you can figure out what yours is, which is... I. 
and I actually I don't think I even got to this, but I look at money as a tool, right? It's like a tool to get other things done. And that kind of like goes into the means of the end that we were talking about, mm-hmm. right? It's just a tool. And a lot of people, I think, raise it above the idea of a tool as something more because you can do and buy most anything with it. You can't, but you can buy a lot of things with it, right? And the idea is it's it's value in value self, right? It's, yeah. it's what we've all decided has value and therefore you can really easily trade it for other things. But I look at it more as a tool, right? It comes along, like it builds up in your account for you doing useful things for society. And then like when you want something that you think will help yourself or help others within society, you just take it down and use it, right? And you can even use it to create more money in the future, right? But I don't think it should be just for creating more money because then you're just creating this cycle of more money and you're not actually using it to like improve your life. Yeah. And I would say on that, I would say, yeah, money's a tool. I agree with all that. But I would also say that to me, money is just something that motivates me. And obviously having money is about like using it when you do with it or like having the security. And that's not what... Sometimes it's literally the amount Why that motivates it? me to work. And I feel like that's fine because the amount is also this freedom of like... And then you can do whatever with that. So for an example, I'm thinking of buying a car. So I'm working a lot right now. And when I work, some of the times I think, oh, like this could be for my car. But most of the time, that's not as motivating to me as like this could be money that could be used for that or other things. Like there's this choice I'm giving myself in the future. This like more freedom is sort of what I feel like I'm working for. Like, so when you're working, do you get like pride that like, do you feel like you're only working for the money? No. Okay. Well, actually, right now, maybe. <laughs> Certain jobs. I'm working three jobs. One of them is very useful to my career. Okay. I would say it's actually the most for that one. Ironically, but the least ironic. I would say net. Probably that's still not the most. Okay, probably yeah. I will have to look at my spreadsheets, which which I have many. Um, So there's one that I feel like is really interesting and challenging, and I would probably do for free. Probably shouldn't say that because I'm not doing it for free. Which one? I would probably do it for free. We can talk about them. Yeah, I would probably do one for my career for free. So it's with state politics. I'm interested to see if I like state politics, um, if maybe that's what I'm going to do before I go to law school or after law school, if I'm going to do law school. Um, So that one's really interesting. I get to go to a lot of meetings about Colorado. And then I'm doing the job I did in high school. So that's just like comfortable. It's like a safety. It's so nice. I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing. So I do really like it. And I think a lot of why I like it is that I like the people I'm with. I'm working from home, which I don't like as much because I'm not with the people. Right. But I also, I feel like there's a lot to be said about like, you can be really confident when you know, like, I've got this. Like, I feel like I've been in this job so long that like, I've got it. At least the part that I'm doing. So that feels comfortable. And that motivates me I would say more than the money or it's just yeah and then the other one is at a restaurant and that's the job where I probably spend the most time thinking about the money I'm getting from it even though it's the least amount of money because well it is like stimulating and like takes up my time it's also like difficult is it boring I would say it's it's like tiring it's tiring I don't know why is it tiring which I feel like is difficult why is it tiring because you're I'm standing there and and doing nothing? Not sometimes I'm doing nothing or I'm doing the same thing over and over again. Okay. And it's not But are you doing the same thing when you're like answering phones with the company from yeah, high that school? Yeah. It's so much better. I don't know why. I, and I, I guess there's a I guess it's different how you're answering the phone each time, right? Like the situation Yeah, changes. and I like that when you answer the phone you have no idea what someone's going to ask you right. and you're kind of like, "Oh, what will I say? And Whereas then you, at the restaurant, you're at this restaurant. Saying, I'm a hostess. Right. I sit people down. Like you do. The They're either going to want to sit inside or outside. You think being a waiter would be more interesting? I do, and I also think it would be much more difficult. That's true. Because there would be a lot on your mind, and there's more risk. What I'm doing, like, yeah, I can make people mad, but like, there's not as much risk. But it is still. I don't know how to describe it. Like, I was working the other day. It sort of feels like there's a motor that's constantly going when I'm there. Which is kind of nice, like, I'm always saying, okay, what's the next thing? Or if I have a break, like, I should I sweep something? Or what needs help? Because something needs help. So I'm always, like, looking um, around. And that's exhaust. That's tiring. Right. So that, then I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, how much money am I making? Like, there's a reason I'm doing this even if I'm going to be really tired. And even if 
I'm really hungry, but there's no time to eat. Like, yeah. But at other jobs, I don't think about the money as much. And maybe that's a good goal is like have a job where you're not constantly like, well, today I made $50. Was it worth it? And this is going to sound really bad, but I feel like most of the money I've made in my life like has been that, right? Like where I don't think about it. It's just like, it's just something that happens as a result. That's good. Well, it is good. Um, and, and I'm not saying like, I have had bad jobs where I do think about it. Like you're saying, right? Like I remember one summer I was working all summer, um, doing like yard work and like that wasn't as fun. Oh my goodness. That is so exhausting. (laughs) Because it's exhausting. Um, or another summer I was just bored, and actually even then I didn't think about the money. I wasn't like, I'm going to stay as long as possible so I can make this money. It was more like, I just wanted to find stuff to do and I couldn't. And yeah. that taught me a lot about what businesses I want to work for and what I don't, right? I don't want to work for somewhere where I'm not doing stuff twenty, like the whole time I'm at work, right? Some Or engaging stuff is probably a good way to put it. And I know a lot of people are like, I love how when I go to work, I only actually work three hours even though Oof. I'm there eight, right? But that to me is... It it feels wasteful, and it's also just I don't enjoy it because the only thing I hate more than being bored is, like I I don't hate anything more than being bored. Yeah, and I I feel that where if I'm bored in a job, I'll be like it's not even even like you could literally pay me to sit there and do nothing, and I would be so upset. Like I would not want to do that. Right. Even the money is not enough motivation for me not to be bored unless I mean it were really good money. But at the same time, no, I I feel like even then for me I wouldn't do it. Like, I. And I've preached this before, but I'd much rather be paid like fifty thousand and have a job I love than be paid a hundred thousand and have a job I hate. And I know a lot of other people would be like, "Oh, I would totally take the hundred thousand and just like suffer through the hours." But it's like most of the hour, it's a third of the hours in your day, and like more than half of your waking hours. Like that's so we're transitioning a little bit. I feel like from money to like work, which right. is related, obviously. Do you have more to say How... about money? No, I have a follow up oh. question. Okay, but I did have something. Anyway, follow-up question. So you said you'd rather this job. Obviously, money is not how you know whether or not you're going to like a job. Yeah. How, what things do you think, like, how do you, what sets apart the jobs you liked from the ones you didn't, or the one that you want from the one you don't want? That's a good question. And it goes back into, like, some of the things we've talked about before. Like, I feel like if I'm able to be creative in my job, I like it a lot more. Right? If I'm able to make decisions in my job, I like it a lot more. Right, like, like you, people aren't telling you what to do. Yeah, it's not like it do always. X, Y, and Z, and then I have to do X, Y, and Z. Right, it's like do A, and then I have to figure out X and Y and Z in order to do it. Okay. Is a better way to put it. Um, and like the accountability is on me, right? The responsibility is on me, and I have to like solve it creatively or um, technically or whatever else way. Um, so that's important. It's also important that I'm actually doing stuff and I'm not bored, right? When I finish something, I'll have something else to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's And then the people are super important too because you you want to have trust and, um, and rapport with your team and with your group. And I think that's really important. And I think, to be honest... I need to stop saying to be honest as much. It's okay. <laughs> there are, I, I say it too much. I'm, I catch myself now. Um, the... There are a lot of different, um, oh, darn, I just completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? The, I don't know. Now I just think of a tangent of something someone said that I don't think anyone should ever say. Okay. What, what, what is that? Now that we, we should talk said, about this tangent until I remember. I would say blank, which she was saying. Oh, so like it was just three words that weren't necessary. So I just was like, just say it. Like, don't say, well, I would say. Yeah. You're literally saying it. Just say it. Yeah. Okay, so what I was going to say is I feel like most workplaces, they have good people, right? And the people are why a lot of people stay and the people are like just the rapport is there, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's pretty – you don't, don't think so? I don't know. You don't think most offices have like – like, I feel like most I feel like they're colleagues, hit like or they, miss in general. So hit and miss per people, but like I'm yeah. sure – like every business, and I feel I think, like you can find a group of people that you relate to. But I feel like that's a numbers to. game. Like – that's like saying in every 30-person class I'm in, I'm probably going to vibe with at least two people. That's a that's true. Yeah. But I feel at like... At a I'll... workplace where you have 50 coworkers, I'm probably going to like some of them. Not probably all of them. But if it were like three, I don't know that I would say workplaces generally have people I would like. That's fair. But I feel like a lot of people stay in their job because they have those few people that they have a rapport with. And they're like, that's enough. I don't like... Whereas the actual job they're doing every day might not be what they enjoy the most. A good example of this, and this, haha, I'm segueing us back to money. Mm-hmm. Um, a, 
Also, Segway, this is a complete okay. tangent. We segue can't talk about the Segway. It's spelled S E G U E, which is not the way I imagined like it was spelled in my whole life. S E G U E. It's like. Yeah, I actually have heard that. I think it's Latin for like path or something. I saw that spelled recently and it completely upended my life. Anyway. Do you remember um, what you were segueing to now? I was trying to write segue. I think it was for okay, the podcasting, one of the titles, and I had looked up how to spell segue, no, and when I, I found mean, out it was spelled that way, now I see it money. everywhere. It's terrible. Back to money. Anyway, back to money and how it was going to connect work back to money. I feel like there are a lot of jobs, like doctors, lawyers, um, why you gotta hate? Sorry, I'm, I, I just gotta hate. This is my informed, non-informed, strong opinion. Um, doctors, <laughs> lawyers, um, who have jobs where they spend a lot of time, but they make a lot of money, right? And it's like, oh, wow, they're making, let's say, $200,000 a year, right? You're a good doctor or a good lawyer. And maybe it's even more than that. Oh, maybe yeah. it's like four hundred, right? Yeah. And you're making all this money, and but the problem is you're spending like, 10 hours at work every day, right? Or 12 hours at work every day. So you don't have a lot of time to use that money. And you may love your job. A lot of lawyers and doctors love their job. I'm not saying they not all of them do. But the problem is a lot of them feel stuck because they make so much money and then they pay for this like really expensive house. Now they can't leave being a lawyer or doctor because hmm. they have to pay the mortgage. And the only way to pay the mortgage is if they, they have that- they should be investing with the money that they're making. Like what if instead of paying for an expensive house, you invested, you're a lawyer and you have like- your week, your Saturday, you invest, buy a bunch of houses, and then rent them, and then yeah. you can, you're making more. Yeah, no, I so agree. So I don't know that that's, I don't know that they, people no, all do that. My point is, if you, you don't could. like your job, but you're stuck in that kind of thing, you get stuck, right? Because you have to make that much money to continue to, like, live your life to the standard that you've decided you want to live, right? Mm-hmm. With your $8 million house, right? Which you can afford because you make $400,000 a year, and you can pay off the mortgage every, right? See what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess. But, I don't know. The way, but to push back on what you said, because yeah. I know that like a lot of people aren't into like long work hours and kind of yeah. hate on careers that have that. Yeah. But you just said, like, I don't want a job where I work three hours every day of meaningful work. Like, I want there always to be something else to do. And I would argue that if you're in a job where there's always something else to do, you end up, you might end up working a lot of hours. Okay, awkward cut again. Someone called me. Part three. Okay, the point that I was making, I remember this one, is that, yeah, so it might be unappealing to some to have a job where they work lots of hours, but if what you're saying is true, and I agree that you want, it's not like you have one task and when that's done, that's done. Like, there should be more coming at you. You should be really dealing with a lot of different things and working really hard, and part of that would be, like, the work doesn't stop. Unless you stop it. So part of it is, like, knowing when to stop. But also you might choose, like, I don't want to work 9 to 5. I want to do no, more. And, and I think that that's a good error in my logic, right? If you can convince your boss to work three hours every day and then, like, leave and go enjoy your life, but you get the same amount of work done, then, like, you win, right? But the way I look at it is I think there needs to be a balance, but I think three hours is not enough work for that balance. And I think, like... 12 hours is way too much work per day for that. Okay, or I, I agree that there should be a balance. So, so I feel, and I heard this really interesting thing recently, which is I've been touting it as work-life balance. That's a terrible way to put it because work is part of your life and it assumes Ooh. life is fun as work is not fun and you need Ooh, to balance them. Oh, snaps for that. I know. Interesting. And for so, everyone who so says instead, it should much. be like, Work is your life, and you have happiness at work and in your life, and, but yet you still balance them so you're in the mean and of the extremes. That's true. And I like that. They gave another word for the balance that was different, but that wasn't work-life balance. But what people mean by work-life balance, I think what they really mean is like work just isn't taking an enormous amount of time. So you can have other things. Yeah, so I think it's just work plus. Like it shouldn't just be work. But that doesn't mean your work shouldn't be meaningful. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean your work shouldn't be make you happy. And I'm not saying everything in your work should make you happy, right? Everybody like there's always But one, also not everything in your few... personal life is gonna make you happy all the time. Exactly, right? Like, no one expects that. But you shouldn't if you're like in my opinion, I think it is stupid to go to work eight hours a day and suffer for seven and a half hours. Yeah. Um, okay, I agree. Unless yeah. I think it's normal to go to work for eight hours a day and suffer for maybe two or less. 
suffer is not a right word, but like not enjoy it to the same extent. You probably don't love every, not probably most people don't love every part of aspect of their job, but you should in the majority of the time with love. So these doctors and lawyers, I feel like the money is kind of constraining them. Right. And if they opened it up and been like, Hey, like what matters is like the money's just an input, right? It's just a tool that I can use to like do all these different things. But as long as I have enough, like that will catch me if I fall, like I'm okay. And so I'm going to go to work for the work. But I'm not going to go to work for the those money. Those are also, I feel like two careers that are kind of a catch 22 because in order to be a doctor or a lawyer, you have to do a lot of school. That's not cheap. Yeah. So but that's then you because have to pay they're paid so much. So then you have to take a job that may like, which sucks. Yeah. Unless you get lucky and you're like somehow not. getting paid for. So my follow up question that I remembered from earlier was, we're talking about, like, careers and all this, but really what you and I both have experience with is being a student. That's true. Which is something where you work hard and then you pay for it, which always makes me a little upset. Because if you... So, my follow-up question is, if someone paid you to go to school for another three years, like, reversed, would you do it? Would yeah. it make you happy that you'd be like, what a fulfilling job? No. Really? Well, Why not? I totally would. <laughs> you totally... I would stay in so college someone... if someone paid me. To stay yeah, but that's because you want to go to like law school and you still have a bunch of schooling ahead like, of you. But I feel like, so you're like, I'm burnt out. Is that the feeling? No, it, it, I'm not burnt. <laughs> like you're there done. Were, there were There's days I was burnt out at engineering I school. Mean, I'm I understand not saying-, saying like, I did my time and I would never do more time. I just, I feel like my skills are better like used be in the workplace than oh. back at so school learning more. Yeah, and I, I do think that's why I really always say that working is more fun than school. As someone who, like, generally likes school, is because I feel like there's a larger why. When I'm at school, I'm doing it, it's, there's like, the most re- selfish, like, I'm studying so I can get good grades, I can do that, like, and yeah, it'll help me be a better person for the world, but it's so indirect in that moment. I look at it very simply, and a lot of people are probably not going to like this very much, which is... You go to school to get the piece of paper at the end, which makes the rest of your life easier. I totally disagree with that. I hope they taught you more at okay. your school. Okay, okay, okay. Well, 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 well. I, I'm not paper. done. I'm not done. My point is the diploma, like, it opens doors, right? So does and, the and knowledge you And a have. lot of jobs won't take you unless you, like, have because a college diploma. Because the diploma shows that you know certain okay, things that I you agree. did not know before. I agree, but here's the problem. Right, because it's all about the diploma. A lot of people go through school, and the goal is the, the diploma. And then to get the diploma, they need to pass classes. So the goal is to pass classes. You know what the goal of school should be? To learn. Exactly. So I feel like if you go through Why? school and your goal to is to learn, like I, you, I think I feel you've like won. You still get your diploma. You've won. You can but do so both. many people go through school not with the goal to learn the topics well, but to just get through. Have you ever taken an easy A class? I'm going to see if you practice what you preach. <laughs> I don't know. What, you mean like chosen to like, take it Like there's easy? a class and you're like, I will get an A. And then you take the class. Yeah. So oh, you oh, just, you, so oh, you know, sorry, sorry, sorry. And it's not understand. about learning. Uh, it's wait, about but, like. Well, like I had easy A classes that, but well, I don't understand what you're saying. You not, maybe you weren't able to choose th- as many I was classes. Al- I was able to choose three classes. Did, and you, did you choose what, what grades did you get in those classes? One of them was really hard. I got a C in it. Uh. Although, did you learn a lot? Yeah, I did. Okay. Um, the other elective. Although I kind of shit the bed at the end of the year, which is why so I got the C and not okay. the A. Um, another one <laughs> Another one was a leadership class, and I wanted to take that because the class was awesome, not because I would get an easy A, okay. although it was an easy A, but well, sh- that's okay, not that's why fine. I took it, that's right? Um, and then the other one I got coming into school as an elective, like uh, as oh. pre-credit. Like, so... Oh, that's so sad. Okay, I get to choose all my classes, so I feel yeah, like... Well, you know this, what? Fuck it. No, I'm saying this is a question I ask a lot, which is part of learning is not being, like, so overwhelmed. So what I... This is bad. Probably every semester I've taken one class that I know will be easier. Well, that's good. So you can put more effort into the other classes. And the, yeah, and the reason why is not, like, I will get an A in that class. Sometimes I do not get an A in that class. That's but the fact that some classes don't give, like, homework makes them appealing because you know like okay i'm gonna learn in that class without homework but i'm also gonna be able to do all my homework and learn and everything do you know students who only take easy a classes i learned there's a facebook group for my school that has lists of easy a classes see so i did not know this because they just want the diploma so that they can get to the next maybe they just want to balance so that 
they have the break. Okay, you're right. Some, maybe. And I feel like it is frustrating. I'm taking classes where the cutoff is a 95. That makes me want to drop the class, because that's unfair. Sometimes. But, like, think about, like... Think about a snow day. What happens when there's a snow day on campus? Everyone's, like, so happy, right? That there's no school. Why are they happy when there's no school? It's, like, a day less of learning that they've, like, paid for. I was upset when we had snow day. I was, like, my tuition, I straight up. So you practice. like, this is a waste of my money. So then you agree with me. I, yeah, because, no, I definitely think it's about learning. And I know that's a really interesting way to reframe it. I was very happy when there was a snow day. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend I wasn't. If I was at a job interview and someone said, oh, you went to this school, you have a diploma, what did you learn? I think I could easily, already two years in, list a bunch of things that I was not able to do or that I did not know two years ago that I've learned, even without a diploma, I would say I'm a more valuable, like, knowledge than I was two years ago. Yeah. And I think in two years, yeah, I'll get the other diploma. But... Well, to come back to your question on why, like, I wouldn't go back to school even if I was paid to go back to <laughs> school. It's an interesting question. It's like, you only have so much time in your life, right? And it's like, the way I look at it is, if I want to learn something, I'm going to learn it out in the real world where it's going to be more applicable. One. Yeah. Okay, wait. Oh, wait. Two. To be, uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> super frank. I, to be frank. I, I, I learned that. Be- <laughs> what? <laughs> to be frank. Just say that every no. time. No. <laughs> um, that's too close. Um, <laughs> so but I enjoyed, I enjoy learning the things that I want to learn. And school is basically shoving down you your throat a, a bunch of. specific degree program. Okay, yeah, I chose a specific deep grief problem. I didn't choose all the classes, yeah, though. I didn't choose all the specific parts of the classes. If I want to learn about X topic, I can just go get a book about it, right? Or That's I can, true. like, Google it, right? And, like, go an in-depth dive on it, right? And I'm really curious about it, and therefore I learn a lot. Whereas I'm not super curious about the things that are necessarily, like, presented to me as opposed to I have to go find and then affect my life personally. Okay. So a good example is, like, if I'm in a club and I'm working on a robot, I can like figure out all this robot stuff and I'm super curious about it and I'm like, and I'm researching and doing all this stuff and I like put it together and I have a lot of fun and I l- l- learn a lot from the mistakes I make. You want to find stuff. You don't want it to be presented to you. Whereas like if you have a class that's like showing you, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but it's not as entertaining or entertaining is not the right word. It's not as visceral or it's not as, um, it's just not as fun. Yeah. Okay. So I have a... So that's why I, wanna, that's why I wouldn't go back to school. Up. This is probably not a question. I feel like we're going to agree on this. I enjoyed school, but people, not a lot. I feel like most people, even if some people like to do diplomas and degrees, agree that school is to learning. Like, yeah. And then what would learn. you say if school is to learning, what is work to? Work is such a Cause broad I would, general I wanna say, concept. I want to say it's also okay, wait, to learning. School is to learning. As work is to... I want to say... Still learning. Well, I think you got those backwards. I think learning is to school as work is to something else. What would that like a job? No, my point because learning is like school is work. Do you not think you put work into school? It's work, but learning takes work. So learning is is to work, and learning and work go together in school. School is the place. School work is is to learning. Job is the job is to where. (laughs) Okay, I reworded it. Wait, say again. School is to learning. Okay. This job is to blank. Job is to work. <laughs> I, okay. I'm just going to stop with the SAT questions. And yes. Go thank God. To my point, which is that I feel like a lot of people, I enjoy work almost more probably than I enjoy school because, yeah, there's also money, but you learn so much when you're working. And I feel like that was a surprise to me to discover. I thought I would go in, they would say, here's what you do, and then I would just keep doing those things. So you see work as what you're learning. Like, I would come back from work and be like, I learned more today in two and a half hours of work than I did at school. Or more applicable things. There's something I was going to do tomorrow that I, like, I feel like I grew as, I learned more you're looking at me funny. Yes. I'm Why? Co- I'm confused. Try, start from the top. I think people think the goal of work is money. I want... Okay. I You am think trying, the goal of work should be learning. I'm trying to go about work as the goal of work is learning. I think the goal of work should be something completely different. What should it be? I, and it's what I tried to ask you in the SAT question. You said job. Oh, okay. Well, and job did not help me with now. the work. You weren't clear enough. I'm sorry. I feel like the goal of work is like... Is to change, like, impact. 
Yeah, I feel, things? I feel like it's to change things to benefit people. I think that's the goal of work. I think that, okay. Now, I think that's I the do goal think... of a job. That's like a lot of work builds to that that does that. But I feel like the in, like the hour of work, even if you don't have a huge impact. Okay, so give, give an example of what, like, what work are you thinking of? Like, stu- like what work is so broad, like you need to narrow down okay, what part every... of work you think of. Well, I, don't, I shouldn't make absolute things. Most jobs that I've had, I've learned a lot about how people, what people hear that makes them feel relieved, what people hear that makes them feel angry, okay. how to tell if someone's angry right away. Um, let's think of other practical things. How to seem really positive, how to seem like more mature than you actually are. Right. Or, um, things, so just like real world those are mostly communication, but also, like, how to solve a problem or how to tell, convince someone that, like, you can solve their problem. Or, I'm going to have to think of more examples. I'm a little rusty. No, I see what you mean by it's, it, it's like it teaches you, th- you learn from working. And I think you do learn from working, but I don't see learning as the ultimate goal because knowledge you learn just goes into your head and then never goes anywhere else. So then you use it to impact people. Okay, I get it, but who says that work you're doing right now isn't impacting people? No, no, no. I'm saying, I, th- I think you're right that school, you can learn a lot, but it doesn't really help people until you get a job. And even then, you're still learning, but maybe you're also helping more people at I'd, the same I'd time. flip that. I'd challenge people to try to, ma- try to affect others while you're in school okay. and not wait till you're after school. Sure, sure. Does that make sense? Maybe that's a good point. Okay. That's a good point. Now I feel bad. No, don't feel bad. I'm, I'm not and and to, be, to be fair, don't compare yourself to others if you hear what I'm saying. <laughs> now he says this. To no, no. And, no, and, no you, you should compare yourself to one person. You know who you should compare yourself to? Yourself a year ago. No, yourself yesterday. But yesterday, close. Oh my goodness. I was the same person. <laughs> you were, you're a little better. Maybe. 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 My, my point is like, like always strive for like... Like, big things, right? Because, like, small things take forever and big things take just a little bit longer and you get a bigger result. Um, but it's really annoying when you look at your phone. It's distracting. I'm really sorry. I just got a text that says, call me. From mom? Are, are we going to go to a part four? Yeah. Part four Now that coming. I know we can do this, there's no reason not to. <laughs> I'm going to put, like, a diddling jingle between just, each one. I got to do it. Part four. Part four. Sorry about that. I hope you like our interlude music okay. that we're going to add. Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. We were talking about education. Oh, I heard about... I want to hear your opinion on this. I heard this uh, uh, way to look at things from Peter Thiel, who's like this big Silicon Valley guy. Mm-hmm. And he said, we shouldn't call it education because the education sucks right now. We should call it learning. And the idea is to like kind of move it from... It's about education. But or what about, do you think education means? I learning. think education's the system, right? Learning is the goal. But I think you, you see wanna... what I mean. If you reframe it with the learning aspect, no, I a little, I disagree because okay. I think you could do something and say, "I learned something today," mm-hmm. and you could go eighteen. How long is how um, six? How many years are you in the education system? Twelve. Twelve. Eight. Whatever. You could go. So many years of learning. 16. And at the end, what's the goal? That you've learned a lot? Or is the goal that you are now educated? I feel like there's a more completeness to education. (sighs) Because I could go every day and learn exactly what I want to learn. And that would be fiction novels and law and philosophy. And I probably wouldn't be very educated on things like math or science. Who says you need math? No, I'm serious. Like, other, okay, I'm a big believer in liberal arts. I think you. I do know need so many engineers who have never used calculus in a moment of their life. I didn't say calculus and math. I mean, like financial accounting is what I would like to know mathematically. So you're thinking like, like the way math. basics, like addition. But you can't be an educated person if you like. Well, I learned a lot about Silicon Valley. So okay, but I don't know okay, anything Would you consider about... somebody educated who uh, graduated high school? Okay. Hopefully. I don't, it depends on the, hopefully the education system does that goal by high school. Okay. 
So yeah, so twelve years. Just, I feel like learning is just. So if you don't graduate high school, let's say like you don't do your last class and then you leave, like do you feel like that for? I don't think it's a hard stop. Like now you are educated, but I that's think the what goal, the system says though. But I think the goal should be to make to educate people, and you educate people on a variety of things, on the world around them, on the past, the present, how to affect the future. It's not just like let's learn something, and then at the end of the day, you're like, now I know something. But I a lot didn't of people know. who go through the education system, they never use what they learn to become educated. Then maybe what I'm not saying. So maybe, don't you think that's a, just a bunch of wasted time? I definitely time? think there are some things that should be taught that aren't, and there are some things that are taught that shouldn't be. I'm not saying. But that's your own that's opinion. Perfect. Everybody has a different opinion on that. So how do you reconcile all of those? You, the professionals, <laughs> what? the experts. Not me, probably. Yes. But also, I mean, some of it's basic. Like, things are useful. That should be... Do you know how school boards decide textbooks? I don't really It's really sad. You don't want to know. I don't want to know. Do I? Do I have to? I now have to say it, though. Yeah. So they have a board, usually of um, teachers, right, and educators, right, from the school board, and then... The textbook companies basically, like, take them out to dinner and, like, basically, like, shove their textbooks in their face, right? And and then they get, like, and they get a verbal, um, like, synopsis of why their textbook's better than the other textbooks, mm-hmm. right, from each of the ones, and then they decide. They, they don't, don't even read the textbook. Yeah, they don't even get teachers who are going to teach the they class should. to read the textbook. That's why I like that at my school, most of my professors have written their textbooks. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's that true. Way, I, like, I wouldn't I feel take like, a professor I didn't and, want. And in fairness, college is better, right? That's a lot more yeah. likely to be the case. But I had a high school teacher who wrote our textbook. That's pretty cool. It I'll was, admit that. It was interesting. We all did really well in the test because the textbook is aimed at acing the test. Right. And that's what she knew. And I was shocked at how well I did because I didn't think I had learned that much. But I knew how to answer all the questions on the test. Right. So I don't know. I don't. That's not to say that I didn't learn a lot. Right. But I definitely think my test score was way higher than it should have been because I was so, like... I know, it's so easy to get caught up in school on the numbers, my point. It's so easy to get caught up on, like, did I get a 98 or did I get a 78, right? It's so easy to try to increase your number and then you're you're doing the wrong thing. Instead of You're trying to increase the number as opposed to increasing what you know about the subject. And it's really sad that, like, you can know a lot about a subject, but you don't ace the test, right? Whereas other people could know very little about it, but they know the exact little that gets them to ace the test. I feel like it's been rare that I knew a lot and did not ace the test. Okay, but you see my point? There's so many shortcuts in school where you can take the shortcut and only learn the things that get you an A on the test. Okay, adios. (laughs) Say bye. This is just meant to not keep going. Goodbye. Bye.